Blog Talk Radio. Hello everybody, my name is Boss Rutten. Hi, this is Diego Lima. This is Rodrigo Compredo and you listen. And you guys are listening to... You are listening to the Verbal Submission. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Verbal Submission. I am your host, Brian Hemminger, and we have a fantastic show in store for you guys today. It is Sunday, January 11th, 2015, and The Verbal Submission is brought to you guys by Countermove, the best fantasy MMA site out there. Now, let's just get right to business. We don't have any uh, guest booked today. Unfortunately, all attempts to uh, get a guest ended up uh, falling through. So this will be a guestless show if uh, for those of you tuning in. But we have a lot of really, really big things to talk about, particularly all the crazy news that happened this past week. And what bigger news was it than Tim Sylvia's retirement, a former UFC heavyweight champion calling it quits, uh, Richard Highlight Perry. How devastated were you to hear this news? Well, I was, I was just crushed. Um, but I, I think he kind of had to hang up the gloves after the commission had to bring in a, uh, allegedly had to bring in a, uh, a livestock scale because the commission scale only goes up to 350 pounds. So he had to weigh them like they weigh cows. I didn't hear that. I didn't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if you're joking or not either. Like, that's how funny that is. I, I, I've heard from multiple people that, that, that was the case. Oh, God. Maybe they had to take him to the zoo. <laughs> oh, Tim, Sylvia. Uh, I will love you forever. Now, of course, the big news everyone's actually talking about, John Jones. We had his coach on the show last week. We talked about all kinds of stuff, particularly, um, you know, his victory over Daniel Cormier at UFC 182. But... Uh, what his coach failed to mention was, you know, all the, the cocaine that John Jones has been taking. So let's talk about it. Uh, the big news came out two days uh, on Tuesday that John Jones had tested positive for cocaine metabolites on December 4th during a random drug screening done by the Nevada State Athletic Commission, despite the fact that they couldn't punish him for it since it was so much before the fight. They tested for it anyway. So who knows what's going on over there? All kinds of craziness. But just the fact that a month before a fight, John Jones tested positive for cocaine is ridiculous. So let's get your thoughts. I, I know I'm anxious to hear it. And the second Jerry shows up, I really want to hear it. Um, I just want to point out, that the day before um, he uh, he was tested, um, I, I believe you can actually just look up uh, on his Twitter. I think it's like December third or December fourth. Um, he, he he mentioned that he was coming back from Brazil, so yep. don't be shocked if it was from his uh, from his time down in Brazil. Um, well, but, he wasn't in uh, Colombia. 
<laughs> Still, I mean, he's in. He's 27 years old, surrounded by beautiful women. Uh, I I, I kind of hold that less against him than if uh, than if he was doing it behind a 7-Eleven. Um, I, I I do have to say it's kind of a joke that the commission even tested for it. Um, they really shouldn't have. Um, and you know, one thing I've been hearing from from I I think uh, Helwani mentioned it. Um, if nobody requested the um, the result from the drug test, this wouldn't have come out until the next time Jones uh, decided to fight in Nevada. And if he didn't fight in Nevada ever again, which he might have said, you know, I'm done in Nevada, I'm not going to risk my reputation on it, um, nobody would have heard about this because it's not a, uh, a, a violation of anything. He didn't violate anything except maybe the UFC conduct policy depends on how they decide to apply it. Um, and in, in certain, um, in certain states, I know in New Jersey, we wouldn't have heard about this. If he had tested positive for cocaine in New, New Jersey, a New Jersey wouldn't have tested for it one month out, um, because they're a competent commission and B, um, drug tests, uh, are considered, um, medical information, um, in, in a lot of, um, a lot of commissions, um, or by a lot of commissions, whereas in Nevada, it's public information. We just happened to have, um, it was, uh, MMA Junkie happened to request the information. I, I honestly don't know the reporter who did it. Otherwise, nobody was, go ahead. It was Steve Morocco, I believe. Okay. So Morocco happened to request it. Probably just as uh, like a standard operating procedure, you know, after every big event, he requests drug tests, and he happened to get a fucking whopper of a story out of it. Um, if he hadn't requested it, I have a feeling that nobody would have said nothing. John Jones would have quietly been been you know put on a bus, driven to a, a rehab center under under an assumed name, um, probably dye his hair so nobody recognizes him, and that would have been the end of it. You really think he would have been unrecognizable with dyed hair? I'm, I'm obviously exaggerating a bit, but I think <laughs> they would have smuggled him in. You know, either the UFC would have did it for him or he would have done it for himself because, um, you know, he doesn't need another thing like, like the fucking Nike deal, uh, the Nike deal, where right after signing with Nike, he gets a DUI. Now, right after... You know, whatever big check Reebok gave him, he gets busted for cocaine. Um, he probably would have done whatever he could to to kind of go incognito. Mhm. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts with all of this. Uh, as the big one, as you mentioned, you know, John Jones is in rehab right now. So, so now what happens? When does he come out? Is the UFC going to punish him? Like, there's a lot of pressure from the media and fans. You know, something needs to be done. You can't just like they didn't even take his post his uh, fight of the night bonus away, so there's like like you don't you don't even qualify for a fight of the night bonus if you miss weight by a tenth of a pound, but he tests positive for cocaine and he still gets his fifty grand for his uh, fight against Daniel Cormier, so that's that's something. And then also, like honestly, I've heard through the grapevine, you know, this isn't just a one time thing. Like he didn't just you know decide to do it randomly because he was in Brazil, um, you know this 
this has been a repeated thing for a while, potentially. Well, what Allegedly. I will say, I, I got to throw that out there in case I get sued. I mean, I, 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 I've, I've heard that as well from a couple of people. Um, problem is, you know, it's never really been substantiated other than I heard somebody who heard somebody that read something on the underground. You probably heard it a little bit more directly than, than myself. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I will say um, his, I, I don't think he should lose his bonus. I don't think he should lose any of that kind of stuff um, because they tested all the the um, the, the post-fight samples, and please correct me if I'm wrong, um, but as far as I know right now, uh, he didn't uh, fail any in-competition stuff, any in-competition testing, rather. Um, and that's I don't, the only I don't think time... Actually, I don't think they've actually announced the, the pre- and post-fight stuff, like from the day of the fight. Okay. Um, hypothetically, he, he's clean on all of those tests, mm -hmm. uh, and he comes through. Do you think he still should be punished? I don't. I, I really don't. We're not talking about, like, baseball in, in the 70s where pitchers were doing bumps of coke between, uh, between uh, innings, and that way during every inning they can, you know, count the fucking pitches of the fastball they're throwing. Um, we're talking a guy who partied one month before a fight um, and had, hypothetically, if he passes all his tests, had nothing in his system. Um, where do we go from there? Mm -hmm. I think the only thing you can do after that is uh, conduct policy. I mean, obviously, he's either the or one of the biggest names in the entire UFC, so that is definitely con conduct detrimental to the organization. So you would think that they would do something with that, but I don't know. Like, with all the the support Dana White's given him, like it, it doesn't seem like he's going to have any repercussions. Well, I, I, I will say this. It's, it's probably because of his status within the organization. Um, he's so high up there. Like, um, I've heard rumors of Ronda Rousey. Ronda um, is very fond of, of weeds. You know, rumor is, and I'm not saying that this is the case, but I'm saying that I've heard people say that she likes to smoke weed. Um, if she fails... A out of competition test. Do you think they should? Do you think they should punish her for violating the conduct policy? I I don't know if I would say that should be the case. I definitely don't think um, he should be um, punished for for uh, failing the um, the out of competition test for cocaine because he wasn't even supposed to be tested for it. Um, I believe they released the forms, um, and I've heard. All sorts of different things. Uh, the, some, um, the commission says they're not supposed to test for cocaine, but the form that he fills out says they test for cocaine. Um, I, it, it just, it's like a really shitty situation, you know, all around. Um, it's mostly on the commission. But I don't want to see him get punished for, for, um, for any sort of conduct thing because this was something that really shouldn't have gotten out. And if the UFC was that concerned about it, they should have, you know, said something on December 23rd. And go, okay, you're obviously an addict. You need to do something right now, not, you know, a week and a half later, um, you know, 
right after the fight. The the news was announced on what the sixth or the fifth. Yeah, it was uh the sixth because the fight happened what on the third. So, yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah it got it announced was released on, on Tuesday. Sixth. It got announced on the sixth. I I heard that John Jones knew, um, you know, at least was told about it on the fifth. So what happened in the previous two weeks? You know, it, it was such a, 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 a not a big deal uh, that they don't say anything till after the fight, but enough of a big deal that they have to punish John for it. You, you can't, you can't take those two sides of the story. It's either not a big deal, you address it after the fight, and you know, be done with it quickly and quietly, which looks like what the UFC is going to do about it. I think this is the last we hear about it from them. Mm-hmm. Or you you scrap the fight. You give Daniel Cormier a, a fucking another Patrick Cummins fight and give him a giant-ass um, fight purse for smashing whoever you put uh, put in front of him, and John Jones doesn't get that fight because he failed a drug test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, again, like I said, a lot of moving parts. I think the big one, and I want to see what happens with uh, this if it's true. I don't know if you heard about this one, Richard, that John Jones hid under the octagon at the Jackson's gym when the commission first came to test him uh, for the end, for the test he ended up failing on December 4th, from December 4th. Well... That is because um, if you look at a lot of the tests, um, his uh, his um, testosterone ratio, I guess, was really low, um, which can be an indicator of some other things. I, I don't think that's gone anywhere yet. Um, I haven't heard about him hiding under the octagon. Yeah, um, that was something I think uh, Jeff Sherwood maybe was talking about it on uh, one of the Sherdog radio networks. I mean, yeah, I, I hadn't heard that at all. Uh, if that's true, I mean, that's a real bad look for John, especially when you consider exactly how long cocaine stays in your system for a drug test. Mm-hmm. Not really that long. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're talking like a week or so out. Um, and it's just not a good look for him. However, you know, if he didn't get any, if he didn't have any steroids in his system, um, he shouldn't have been testing for anything other than PEDs. I mean, we shouldn't be having this conversation, really. But aren't you glad we're having this conversation? If we've got a guy taking cocaine, I think, you know, the, the fact that he's in rehab right now and he's gonna and people know about it and that he's going to not be able to take it, I think that's a good thing. I'm glad they tested for it. Like, I don't well, I'll say this. Confident. That's a good thing to me. I, I, like, I don't, I don't see the point of people even complaining about that. I mean, yeah, they can't, couldn't punish him for it, but just the fact that it's out there is a good thing. Maybe he won't be taking it next time. Well, there's, there's two sides to this. Is he an addict? I mean, I, I, I hate to be the one saying this, and and I think uh, Luke Thomas is um, from. Uh, from MMA fighting, the only other person I, I've heard say this, just doing cocaine, you know, he could be one of these dudes that does a bump, you know, when someone offers it to him and he's done with it and it doesn't really have any big impact on his life. 
if that's the case, it's really shitty that the commission is acting as vice cops for him. Um, that's not their job. Their job isn't supposed to be there to ensure that fighters aren't, you know, making a, you know, if it's not a, a an addiction thing, it's not really that big of a deal over, over the course of his life. Um, I don't want the commission to really have their hand up the asses of every fighter who, who fights um, on a card in their state. That would be terrible. Um, then again, you know, if it's true and John is, you know, an addict, A, he is the most in-shape drug addict I've ever seen in my life. Um, might be why he's so skinny. And B, and yeah, it's probably a good thing. But if he's an addict, he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been fighting in January. He should have been in rehab on the 23rd when the drug test came back. You know, I mean, I I understand the whole vice cops thing, but I mean, now cocaine is a dangerous thing. I mean, this is a a drug that can kill you if you take enough of it. I mean, this is a drug that, you know, it's it's a very dangerous drug in my opinion. I mean. That, that's the big difference, like going back to your Ronda Rousey weed example. I think you, I, I almost 100% positive that no one has ever overdosed from weed, ever. It's impossible to, to do. So, hey, you're right. Like, I just, it, it is. I just, they're completely different drugs, in my opinion. Like Weed is practically harmless. I mean, yeah, you take enough, it'll mess you up a little bit, and you shouldn't be driving or something, but like... You know, cocaine people can go on rampages. Cocaine people can die. So no, no, no you're, you're right about that. But then you got to go. Okay, why didn't anybody step in when Chuck Liddell was getting shit faced at three in the morning the night before a fight? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that any more or less self-destructive than than doing cocaine a month ahead of a fight? You know, what do you think can have a bigger impact on the fight? Personally, for me, someone after, you know, weight cutting, you know, getting 20% of your body um, uh, body weight down and just water and um, getting a shit face, probably more detrimental than, you know, doing coke every so often. Um, once again, though, it, it's a matter of is John an addict or did he go to rehab for the PR so, so the UFC didn't bounce him? So I don't know. There's there's a lot of things that are going to go on with this. So but let's go into uh, speculation mode. When does John Jones fight again? Um, probably because it, it's not like him being in rehab is gonna gonna be bad for him. I mean, it's not like he's gonna go into rehab and come out of rehab in really bad shape. Um. I'm going to say once they figure out the length of his rehab, um, usually about six months, so we should probably see him fighting July when the Reebok deal really kicks in. Um, If Reebok decides they want to still have their shit uh, be worn by him, um, we'll we'll probably see him uh, walking out with um, to fight the winner of Gustafin. Uh, Rumble in July. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, my, my prediction is uh, the summer sometime, probably June or July. Just all depends on the health of everybody coming out of this Rumble Gustafson fight. And I guess whenever John Jones is actually ready, because he's got a long way to go. I mean, stepping into rehab is one part, but then he's going to have to deal with a lot of shit in the next few uh, weeks and months. This, I mean, he hasn't tweeted since this news came out. He hasn't done anything. So, a lot of stuff that needs to, to happen yet. So, I'm very interested to see uh, what's going on with that. Like, how he's going to handle it. Like, what his his poor publicist. Oh, my goodness. Like, whoever <laughs> that is, they are working overtime right now. Like, he's going to have to, like, serve so many homeless people at the soup kitchen and buy so many presents uh, for little kids for Christmas and stuff and and make so many wishes for all those little cancer kids to to get enough goodwill on his side after all this. So he has a long, long road ahead of him. So the, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. Did did people really not want to watch Mike Tyson fight after he got mm-hmm. into trouble a whole bunch of times? I yeah. mean, um, I, I don't think that was the case. I was I was you know really young when Mike Tyson you know was was big, but you know he was thrown in jail for rape, came out of it, and was still selling tickets. I don't think this is really going to impact him anything more than just on on the short term. I think he's just going to get out of your public eye. Um, we'll probably see him next promoting his, his fight during the summer, but that's probably it. Probably not hear a peep from him. Um, you know, who knows? He could, he, he, I, I know, I believe his father is a priest, correct? Or a reverend? Yeah. Yeah, I believe Don't his be parents. Don't be shocked. Yeah. Go ahead. I was yeah. I'm I'm almost positive his parents were part of a a church and stuff. So yeah. Um, I just know it was a big part of his life growing up. Um, mm-hmm. Don't be too surprised if um, if he gets super religious at the end of it. Um, but beyond that, I mean, I really I I disagree that this is going to have a strong negative impact on him. Um, combat sports is really used to broken people being at the pinnacle of the sport. Um, Floyd Mayweather, um, Mike Tyson. I mean, you could you could go down a laundry list of just shitty people, you know, holding um, the title as the pound-for-pound best. Mm-hmm. So, well, it, it's more if he wants to redeem himself type of thing is what I'm talking about. I mean, if he doesn't want to be redeemed, if he wants to you know, continue down the dark path that he's been treading, then, hell, he's got the perfect thing to fall back on now. But, yeah, I think I agree with you. I think a big part of this is he's going to try to, to play the, you know, the the comeback story type of thing where, you know, the guy did something bad and, and he's, trying to atone for it and he wants forgiveness and all that stuff. So we'll see if he tries to, to go back to, you know, Johnny Goody two shoes after all this. Well, 
I mean, his early career was was really odd. He um, he used to come out as John Sexual Chocolate Jones, which a lot of yeah. people forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, I think he should just embrace that shit again. Just go right back into it, and if everyone's gonna hate me, fuck it. I'm just gonna be hated. Um, I would be perfectly fine with that. Um, nobody watches Floyd Mayweather fight to see Floyd Mayweather win, even though they know that's what they're going to see. They watch it because they want to see him get his mouth shut. And I, I think that's where we're heading um, with John Jones right now. I mean, the number of people that picked Daniel Cormier to win the last fight um, was astronomically higher than it should have been just because people don't like John Jones. And I don't think Jones can fix that by getting religious or by by playing the comeback story. Um, he saved, he, um, he stopped somebody from breaking into a car the night before a fight, and nobody gave him props for that. Nobody really gave a shit. It was a story for like three days, and then they were done talking about it. I, I don't think any amount of charity work he does, unless he cures some terrible disease, everyone's still going to hate him. Hey, he did like Leno or something after, uh, and he got to tell that story. So, for the, the, the stop and the robber the day of his title win. Right, but he probably was getting on Leno anyways, and that was just something else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Um, all right, well, man, I could have sworn, like, Jerry responded to me and said he's coming on, and it was, and then he even responded again and said he's coming, so, I don't know, uh, what's going on with Jerry? Uh, you know, I was, I was waiting for him to come on, because I was, I was all ready for yeah. him to go for ham on John Jones. <laughs> yeah, because you know how much he likes John Jones, so... Oh, man, that was, like, going to be the most uh, exciting part of the show. So, I don't know what's going to happen now. Now, um, since we're pretty much out of steam on the uh, John Jones drug test failure, um, anything we should look for since we're not going to have a podcast next week from um, UFC Fight Night 59? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's think. Um, I have been playing a phone game lately that I think everybody should try. Okay. It's called Boom Beach. It's pretty fun. You basically invade, you basically storm a beach like Normandy and you try to take out a guy's, your uh, enemy's bases. You get to build little armies and attack them. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it, so... Boom Beach, baby. That's my that's my jam. <laughs> Anything for you? Um, nothing really. Uh, I just want everyone to uh, pay attention to um, you know, the next fight night uh, up in Boston. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see um, what the numbers are like. Because uh, 
the Patriots are playing at 6.30, and the prelims for that fight start at um, start at 7. So uh, if that Patriots game goes to overtime, uh, you could possibly see uh, that whole fight night event get terrible ratings. On the flip side, um, if Fox really uh, puts a lot of its marketing behind it, like it has been, you know, if you watch some of the football games um, uh, today, you could see a lot of McGregor Seaver stuff. Um, really, you saw a lot of McGregor stuff, uh, and Seaver mm-hmm. happened to be there. But um, you know, if if the football game ends at the right time, you might see McGregor get more eyeballs on him than any other um, non-champion in, in the UFC. Hey, it looks like Jerry's in the chat, so let's see. Hey, Jerry, you gonna stop by? We'll see if he uh, hops in here. I'll give him a minute, and then uh, if he doesn't, then we're done. If he does, we'll bullshit for a few minutes. So, uh, yeah, so what's going to be crazy is no show next week because of the UFC event, and then no show in what three weeks because of the Super Bowl. So, and I might not even have a show in two weeks. So this might be a, a brief hiatus because of uh, all, all the stuff going on. But all right, he made it. You know, just in time. I must have told him the show started at seven. But the man, the myth, the legend, Jerry Rodriguez is here. Jerry, how you doing, man? Great, man. What are you guys talking about? Oh, you know, the big story, Tim Sylvia's retirement. <laughs> Good thing I didn't go to that show. <laughs> All right, since you were in the area, we, we need to see if you can uh, confirm or deny the the rumor. Richard said that they had to bring in a livestock scale to weigh Tim Sylvia <laughs> because because the commission scale couldn't go past 350. I, I think I remember reading that. I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, <laughs> but I did hear something about that. Uh, top five Tim Sylvia moments. We're reminiscing. That's what this whole show has been so far. Oh, jeez. Are you serious? Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, talking John Jones. <laughs> Holy shit! But uh, we've basically talked John Jones to death over the last 25 minutes. But I want to get your take. So we need we got the man here that probably has the harshest opinion of John Jones out of the three of us. So I want to know what was going on, what was going through your head when you heard the news, and how how what's your response to all the the craziness that's that's happened in the fallout. Well, initially, I was hoping they would strip him of the title, mm-hmm. um, and then news came out that it wasn't that they shouldn't have tested him for cocaine, and that it's not on the ban list. Now, I don't understand how marijuana is considered a performance enhancer, and cocaine isn't. Um, anyone that's ever done both knows that cocaine is going to give you much more of a jolt. Um, probably also more likely to give you a heart attack, but I mean, how can how can you suspend and fine guys for testing positive for marijuana, but not suspend or fine a guy that's 
tested positive for cocaine. And he's supposed to be your champion and, and sort of represent your company. Um, in a, I'm sure they don't have a code of conduct. I mean, any code of conduct that Matt Hughes was supposed to sort of enforce is, is just complete bullshit. Because right, we're I, glad that this guy is checking. Yeah, I, I can explain. I can explain the whole uh, goofiness with the the John Jones uh, cocaine thing with in regards to how other people have been punished. Um, basically, it, those people were punished because they failed their test then on their their fight night test. They still had the metabolites in their system when they were fighting. And John Jones had it on December 4th. I think if he had tested positive for weed on December 4th, the same thing would have happened, where you know they would have swept it under the rug. It wouldn't have mattered because, you know, it, it, un, it unless it's in his system, like that's an in-competition drug that you're not allowed to have. You're not allowed to have weed, you're not allowed to have cocaine, alcohol, uh, not even caffeine when you're fighting. So um, that that's why the people had tested positive for marijuana got in trouble is because it was fight night test. We have we don't have John Jones fight night test yet. They they took it obviously last Saturday, but um we're still waiting on the results of that. And I'm sure everybody's eagerly anticipating to see the the results of that to see if he has anything in his system on fight night. And he probably won't. So uh, the only thing that he's going to be tested positive for is the cocaine metabolites on December 4th is my guess. So we'll see what happens. So, I mean, are you going to strip a guy for testing positive a month before a fight for something that isn't punishable out of competition is, I guess, the the way that we got to approach it. I think you should, I think you should um, strip the guy. I mean, I've never disagreed with you more, Jerry. If he couldn't, listen, if he can't handle, if he can't handle the the fame, uh, you know, the pressure of being a champion, and he's doing cocaine. I mean, I mean, they they want to call themselves the the elite, org, you know, mixed martial art, mixed martial arts organization in the world. I mean, I'm pretty sure the NFL, Major League Baseball, you know, the NBA, they all have you know, some type of uh, code of conduct where if you're doing cocaine, you're probably going to be suspended, in some cases banned, um, for using substances, even if it's out of season or out of competition. You know, I, I don't think this guy represents the sport in a in a good manner. Um, he's already proven that he's douche. He, you know, <laughs> he went and drove drunk with chicks in his car and crashed, and then um, you know, you kind of see his, his his true personality come to light, and now he's testing positive for cocaine. I, look, if he wants to use cocaine, that, I have no problem with that. It's a great drug, and he can have fun with it. But at the same time, it's true. I mean, it is. But, you know, you have more at stake. You're the light heavyweight UFC champ. You know, you're considered the pound-for-pound pound best fighter in the world. You know, do you think in boxing, if somebody gets caught with cocaine, whether it's possession or, or testing positive, they're, they're going to give you a slap on the wrist because that's what he's getting. It, that, it's, that's what Mike Tyson got. <laughs> Mike Tyson fought multiple times on uh, on cocaine, and uh, I think he was only punished once for it, if memory serves right. Uh, 
look, did they test him? Or is this something that he admitted later down the road? Um, um, he, he had things in his contract because of the way boxing set up. He had things in his contract where he, they only tested uh, for, for um, steroids and performance-enhancing stuff. It was almost like, um, you know, the pride era drug testing, which was pretty much only for weed. Um, it, it was kind of... Uh, Kind of slanted very much in his favor. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, they wrote the contract so he couldn't get uh, couldn't get busted for for um, recreational drugs. As as John Jones cannot get busted for recreational drugs. I you mean, guys are not. What do, what do you say to to the people who go? Well, he shouldn't even have been um, been tested for this. And I don't know if you heard. Um, but um, Steve um, Steve uh, Morocco from um, um, MMA Junkie only got this information because he requested it. I mean, nobody. It wasn't announced. It wasn't sent out in a press release. Um, it got to MMA Junkie, and then the um, the UFC addressed it in in a statement. Um, realistically, Jones shouldn't have been tested for it. Um, and if a fighter shouldn't be tested for something um and you know and if if everything holds up and he doesn't fail any in-fight test how do you hold that against him um the reason you can have players punished for doing um uh drugs on the during the off season in major league baseball and a lot of those organizations is they're considered employees um the ufc doesn't have they don't employ fighters they they treat that's every bullshit. fighter as a contractor. Yeah, we um, know that, but that's bullshit. You know that's bullshit. I, I I'm not disagreeing with you, but in this case, it's really protecting Jones um, because he didn't do anything, you know, wrong while being while working. I shouldn't say being employed, but while working for the UFC. Um, Other than break the law, all of his expectations that he product. had to meet to get to the fight. And everything he, you know, assuming he doesn't fail any of his, his fight night drug test, he didn't do anything wrong in relation to the fight. He just fucked up in his personal life. I don't think the commission should be acting as vice cops. They shouldn't have done the test. Um, I don't care if he's doing lines of cocaine as long as he's not doing it, you know, in and around the time of a fight to the point where it's going to affect the fight. Now, if you want to say that... Um, that that it affected his ability to fight, it's probably going to be in a negative sense because um, it's, A, um, fucks with your heart rate. It's not the most healthy thing in the world. Um, and if he hasn't failed any of the fight night tests, he's not getting any of the possible positive, you know, pain-relieving benefits during the fight. Say. Uh, 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 is, am I getting that right? Okay, you got to repeat, you gotta repeat you yourself, said. Jerry. Yeah, you uh, you skyped out there. Oh, I was I was asking Richard. So you're saying that marijuana is more of a performance enhancer than than weed? Um, you mean I, coke? I'm saying. I, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm saying that 
unless you're on it at the time of the fight, um, I think cocaine has more negative drawbacks than marijuana does um, because it affects your health negatively. It's definitely not a good thing unless you're on it at the time. You know, like I was telling um, Brian, it's not like, you know, baseball players in, in the um, 70s where they're doing lines of coke between, uh, between at-bats so they can see the fucking stitches on the baseball as they come towards them. Um, he, he did cocaine probably in Brazil. I mean, judging by when he failed the test. Um, and for me, that's far enough away from the fight that it's not anyone's fucking business. Realistically, I think the UFC probably, if, if they're going to be really mad about it, they shouldn't have put on the fight. They knew before the fight. They knew on the 23rd of December. They should have, you know, canceled the fight um, if it was that big of a deal. They obviously think it's just a PR disaster. Otherwise, they wouldn't have let the fight go on. I I just think it's funny that they have this whole code of conduct policy that it is clearly violates and they're not doing anything about it. Yeah, well we'll, well see I, we'll see what the punishment is if there is any after you know, he gets be. out of rehab once it dies down. They might not. They, they might won't. Not. They it, won't. Suck. it would I, suck I, if I, they I, don't. But the other thing I'm with Jerry. Yeah. I, there's I no think, way they punish him. Yeah, the the other thing that's interesting is you know, people are saying, you know, they should have just canceled the fight. You know, they should have just not let the fight happen. The problem is if they do that, John Jones could have, you know, taken them to court, could have filed an injunction saying, no, I, I can fight. I'm healthy enough. Uh, give me a drug test right now. I bet I pass it. And I will be fighting. I have a contract to fight. You guys are in violation of that contract by canceling the fight. So, like, he could have sued to fight. So they they legally could not have done anything about it unless he had continued to, to fail tests. There's absolutely no way they would have ever considered calling the fight off because no, that would no have way. lost so much. They, they, it look, was the biggest fight that they've put on in years. Exactly. There's GSC no way they were going to do that. Yeah. I mean, look, it just it kind of it, it sickens me, to be honest with you, because the inconsistency is just i mean it's it's too common you know um i will say this about you know the other major sports uh, at least they have rules and you know a guy fails drug tests are going to kind of obviously i think there's special treatment <laughs> to some of their star players but i mean with the ufc it's just blatant i mean the guy's doing cocaine i'm sure it wasn't his first time um he acts like a jackass out of the cage but you know what? As long as people keep paying to watch your fight, I guess it doesn't really matter. But I, I you know, on this one, I'm going to side with with the Diaz brothers. How are you going to suspend them, find them for marijuana, which is legal in many states now? But you're not going to do anything to a guy that's uh, testing positive for cocaine. Um, mm-hmm. The metabolites um, for for marijuana last a lot longer, um, especially when you smoke as much weed as the Diaz brothers do um, and every time they've, they've, they've tested they weren't out of competition tested uh, when they failed they were, they failed fight night tests um, that's you know that's the big stick here if Jones didn't fail a fight night test he didn't do nothing wrong as shitty of a thing as that is I mean cocaine 
addictive, it's unhealthy, um, you know, it makes him a, 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 a bad role model, you know, this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, per the terms of what he's expected to do as a contractor, he came into the fight clean. If everything pans out right, and he can't be really punished otherwise for it, especially if they punish him, they might be opening themselves up to some legal liabilities um, in that they weren't supposed to test him for it. Um, I'm I'm pretty confident that if you look at his contract, there's probably some language in there about you know what it, what he is and what he is not responsible for. Um, say what you want about his uh, manager. The guy's a jackass and uh, an asshole on Twitter, but, you know, he's a solid, you know, manager outside of being a, a douche, um, and he protects his fighters and more than willing to go to bat for him. I'm pretty sure if we've got to read John Jones' contract right now, as, as Brian mentioned, there's probably some language in there that protects him from just this kind of thing. Well, I personally hope that the, uh, he ends up being the next Glenn Bias. That's all I'm going to say. On Ooh. John oh Jones. I mean, that, that, that's how much I dislike the guy. I knew it was strong. I didn't know you wanted him to die. So. Well, that's you pretty, know what? That's pretty harsh. Well, I mean, at this point, it's just why why take up space? You know, he has everything that he could want, and he's basically being a douche and throwing it away. No, I, mean, I, I won't Yeah, I won't argue that this guy won't get out of his own way. And you can't use youth as a, an excuse there, Richard. I mean, he's 27 years old. He, that's old enough to know what's a good decision and what's a bad decision. And he has been making a lot of really, really poor decisions. So we'll see if this is the, the wake-up call that he needs. I was hoping that the wake-up call would be that drunk driving uh, accident, but that clearly wasn't it. So we'll see what happens with this. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Well, what would you do, Jerry, if he comes out of rehab and says he found Jesus and he's going to be a good boy from here on out and he, he goes back to the John the, uh, goody two-shoes John Jones that won the title? I'd still hate him. I'd probably hate him even more. Like that would just that would be like such a cookie cutter PR move for him to say, you know what I'm saying? I found Jesus, oh I found myself and I let all my fans that like that's like I, I would almost rather him go the way of uh of uh Charlie Sheen, you know? Just own it and just be completely fucking crazy. Um you know, uh, I I think I'd have more more respect for him if he did that, then, then saying he found Jesus. Because I, I wouldn't buy it. And I don't think a lot of a whole lot of other people would buy it either. Mm-hmm. All would, right. would you guys buy it if he said that? Oh, would fuck you? no. Fuck no. Not at all. I, I'm with you on this, Jerry. I want him to embrace it. I want him to, uh, to go back to his original nickname, uh, Sexual Chocolate. And I want him to come out to... Uh, to that uh, OT uh, Genesis song, I Love the Coco. That would be just perfect. I would be a fan for life. You know, I'd just embrace it. Everyone's going to hate you. Just do what um, Mayweather does and get everyone to tune in to watch you lose every time, except you don't. 
I, I really think they should strip him. I mean, all right, he goes away probably to rehab for a couple months, let's say, if that, maybe 30 days. Uh, Rumble and Gustafson are fighting at the end of this month, right? So, yep. Yep, so they fight at the end of this month. We'll have a uh, a new number one contender. They'll probably bring him back just in time for the big end of year pay-per-view and make a whole lot of money. That, that's my guess. And, and that's not actually a bad plan. You know, if they strip him, um, it makes his comeback story really, really um, engaging. I mean, if, if you give, uh, if you make Gustafson, uh, Gush versus uh, Rumble um, for, for, you know, the title or an interim title, whatever you want to say while he's in rehab, um, it makes the division a whole lot more fun, at least. Um, it's just I don't know what kind of standing the UFC has to do it. They're, they're, they won't strip him. Absolutely. There's no way they do that. But I think they're going to save him for that end-of-year pay-per-view where they're just going to – and they're going to let him you – know, he's going to go on this big press tour talking about how he's he's a changed man. Maybe Maybe not go as far as saying he found Jesus, but – um, yeah, I mean, he's gonna. They, they're basically gonna repair his image. He's still gonna continue to be a douchebag, and then uh, hopefully, um, listen. I thought he lost that Gustafson fight, but hopefully, he can get by Rumble because I, I think Rumble would gas against John Jones. I don't see Rumble lasting there. Um, but yeah, I, I, you're right. I mean, people are gonna pay to see him either win or lose, and hopefully, when he comes back, that's that's what happens. I hope he loses. Well, I mean, one thing I need to say is that um, both Gustafson and Rumble are both awful people, <laughs> and I, I can't imagine rooting for one of them against John Jones. Now, how how are they awful? To, I mean, Rumble's a douche, but what makes Gustafson a, a, an awful person? Uh, both of them have uh, domestic violence or assault convictions. Uh, Rumble was a weird thing. I think it got dropped, but uh, they've both been accused of, of of hitting women, allegedly hitting women. Uh, that's the first I hear of Gustafson. When did that happen? Um, let me dig that up. I don't think Gustafson was women. It was just assault. Like a lot of he got in a lot of fights growing up. Yeah, that 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 might be it. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was convicted for uh, for fights uh, when he was growing up, fifteen, sixteen, yeah. seventeen years old. Oh, he, come on! You're gonna you're, you're shitting me. You're gonna hold that against him because when he was sixteen and seventeen, he was getting to fights. Holy shit! No, that's probably because the he same went to prison story. for fighting. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not that, talking. That was, he, he, <laughs> go ahead. I mean, that's probably the same life story of most of these fighters. They got into fighting because they liked fighting. I mean, what Rumble did is way different than what he, he what Gustafson did. He got in trouble for getting to fights. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm sorry. I hold I hold getting arrested and sent to prison for um for aggravated assault a little bit. That's like a worse thing than doing cocaine in your free time. For me, the the assault thing is it's a little shittier. It's a little shittier. Because when you were a kid, you get into fights? 
it wasn't that he got into a fight. He got into a fight bad enough when he was 18 that he got sentenced to prison for aggravated assault in Sweden. I didn't even know Sweden had prisons. You know At how bad you have to old? fuck up? Holy <laughs> shit, man. At 18 years old, who isn't getting into fights? <laughs> if, if he was if he was a, a a pussy twiddling his thumbs, we wouldn't even have him in MMA. That's how he got into MMA. That's how probably most of these guys got into MMA. They got into fights, and somebody said, "Hey, maybe you should try this thing called mixed martial arts. <laughs> It'll help channel your aggression to something positive instead of getting in trouble." You you, you hold that. I'm on Jerry's side here. I don't think there's anything that bad about what Gustafson did. Yeah, he'd be probably punched a couple guys in the face, but whatever. Like, I mean, Chuck Liddell. Dude, I got I got in a fight when I was 18. I got in a bad one. So who does? I mean, I just didn't I just didn't get in trouble for it. So because nobody uh, reported it to the police or anything. Exactly. All right. I, I think that we've about talked the whole thing to death. If we're now talking about Alexander Gustafson's assault charges. So let's let's wrap her up. Um, me and Richard pretty much already just talked about like if there's anything the fans want to check out. So Jerry, anything you want the our listeners to check out before we wrap her up? Uh, not a damn thing, man. No, nothing interesting here. Uh, just check out my Twitter, Jerry S. Bayunko. All right. Well, congratulations to your Patriots for uh, killing you. some more uh, dreams of other fans. Don't tell me you're a Baltimore fan. I hate the Ravens. Oh, no. Fuck Baltimore, man. They took my Browns. They took my Browns. I hate the Ravens. That could have been the Cleveland Browns. I don't even call them the Ravens. They're the (laughs) Ratbirds. That could have been a Super Bowl a few years ago for you guys. Don't remind me, please. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, that'll do it for today's show. Um, I would like... Uh, thank Jerry and Richard for coming on and having some heated debate about the John Jones situation. And no show next week. There's going to be a UFC event on that set, uh, that Sunday. So, oh, uh, it'll, it'll be tough, uh, man. At the Patriots yeah, so, at uh, I think seven, and then the yeah, fight Patriots starts at six UFC. So, uh, I knew you wouldn't be on anyway because of the Patriots game. So, all right, and. Uh, we might not have a show for three weeks because I know we won't have one for the Super Bowl, and I might have something going on the Sunday after this next Sunday. So we might have a little three-week break here and then just come back uh, the beginning of February, like February 8th or something. So I'll keep, right. you guys posted on our, yeah, I'll keep you guys posted on our Facebook page. That's why I wanted to just have a show today at all um, because of uh, – or, or maybe we'll, we might just have like a Monday show or something instead. So uh, I'll check with you guys, see what you're uh, what you're interested in doing. Sounds so, good. all right. So yeah, I'll, I'll stay in touch with you guys, and of course we'll give you guys updates on Facebook and everything, depending on how's what's going on. You can uh, check out the verbal submission on Facebook. The verbal submission. Try to get us to four thousand likes. Um, check us out on Twitter at verbal submit. Me on Twitter at Brian Hemminger. Richard is at high underscore light. And, of course, Jerry's already given his out. So we'll be back uh, sometime over the next three weeks. We'll keep you posted on uh, when exactly that'll be. Um, But we will not be back on any of the next three Sundays, almost certainly. 
So we might have a, a special date for those three uh, shows. So stay tuned for that. And uh, that's going to do it for today's show. So, uh, Richard, what time is it, man? It's Kurt Angle time. Woo! Woo!